You couldn't wait like three more minutes. Apparently not. It's my audio middle finger. Beers and bitters, bitters and beers. episode of sauced on beer bourbon and barbecue i'm kevin your host joined here by alex alex you doing all right over there i'm good i'm good and we are super excited mega excited beyond excited sound excited for once i feel like we talked about this last time Lucas is back today. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hi, Lucas. <laughs> Kevin, not only did Alex not sound excited, he sounded disappointed. Well, we had to set up a third microphone. <laughs> no, that's microphone. not what I meant that we talked about. <laughs> I know everything you talked about. We talked. <sighs> we had to set watching. up a third microphone. and I meant we talked about how even when I'm excited, I don't really sound that excited. And I don't think there's anything I can do about it. Because I just sound weird. We love the way you sound. Um, so we have a very special episode today. We are talking holiday, Christmas, winter beers. As long as this ends up better than pumpkin beer, we're fine. Yes, I think it will. I we wish probably. we had had jingle bells ringing in the background while you introduced that. We will. Okay. Lucas will make it happen, won't you? On it. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're, we're doing holiday... Fall, well, not fall. Holiday, winter, Christmas beers, all of them. There's not a like a actual title. I guess what what would you call all these kinds of beers? I feel like holiday works best for yeah. being PC, yeah. which Ugh. I don't normally I care mean, about, but it it fits because Christmas isn't really a flavor. Yeah, it is. Like sugar and spice, and gingerbread. Yes. I still feel like holiday works better. Okay. Holiday beers. Um, we've got some good holiday beers. We found quite a wide variety. Everything from a porter to a scotch ale to one that we're not even sure what it is. I think it's an ale. We could have just looked it up. Well, we did look it up, but it's it's just called the special. Our special. It's an anchor beer. I'm excited about that. We're going to save that for last so let's talk about what makes a Christmas beer, first of all. Should we go around the table? What are you guys drinking tonight? Right now? I'm drinking right now. water. Okay. I'm drinking coffee. Coffee. I'm drinking special coffee. This is <laughs> easily the most boring thing I've ever drunk on this show. 
I'm drinking bourbon coffee. You're just drinking bourbon. <laughs> Out of a coffee mug. <laughs> Old Granddad 100 Bottled and Bond. That's a great bottle. I, I feel like that's not what specifies something as coffee. <clears throat> Otherwise. It's in a coffee mug. It, so if it's in a coffee mug, it's coffee. Sure. Tea, it's coffee. No, that's tea. But if it's in a coffee mug. It's spiced coffee. But it's tea. <laughs> it's spice leaf coffee. Spice leaf coffee. I'm calling this coffee because then I can drink bourbon out of my coffee mug. So what if you put bourbon in wine glass? Then you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or really drunk. <laughs> but, or you're out of clean tumblers. Yeah, or you're trying to be classy. All right. We need to move on. A tumblers pretty damn classy. This is true. <laughs> Rocks glasses, I guess, really. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So what makes a Christmas beer? Or I'm sorry, a holiday beer or Christmas beer. Either one. It doesn't matter. You just asked me to pick. I'm just saying, not once were we there. We saw lots of things that say Christmas beer. We did not yeah. see any of them say Hanukkah beer. Well, there's actually one called a Hebrew beer. There's also one called a Jubilation. Yes, a Jubilation, which is a, a Hanukkah beer. We really missed out then. Cause we well, we didn't, didn't see those. it there, though. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot of holiday beers and all that, but they're so specific to just, like, breweries, like local breweries that they don't distribute out. Does that make sense? Like, because it's such a specialty type of beer. Yeah. It that, hasn't got the the popularity that all the other flavored ones have. Mm-hmm. Like, and pumpkin beer, we went over that. It's because everybody talks about it. This is something that I didn't realize was that big a thing until we started looking at it. Because I've never had one. You've never had a Christmas beer? Past Blue Moon's winter wheat? No. I had a Christmas beer once that tasted like I was drinking a Christmas tree. Hmm. It was weird. It was Hang good. On. My question is, how okay. do you know what a Christmas tree tastes like? <laughs> I realized as I said that. <laughs> Do you know the smell of a Christmas tree? Like a fresh cut Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. You know how it's got that sappy, like piney smell? Like it's what Christmas should smell like? They found a way to put that into the beer. And it was interesting. But it was good. So it just smelled like pine. But it tasted like Christmas. I get it. So what you, you would get assume it? a tree to taste like? Sure. <laughs> So I guess that leads us into what makes a Christmas beer a Christmas beer. Um, And I think that no one really has an answer for it. What was it? Something I saw one place that said it's just a beer you give to friends that you enjoy during the winter months. Um, One that says something that's spiced, something that's got the essence of Christmas. Um. And I would think that's got to be, even if it's not an actual spice that's going into the beer, I would feel like that's a pretty big thing that has to has to occur. It has to taste something like some other some other food that you're going to have at this time. Yeah. If we want to get technical, we can. Okay. Because. Professor Alex. <laughs> if we're getting technical, I don't have a good professor voice. Um there are no hard and fast rules. There's no one governing 
beer making that says if you want to call yourself a holiday beer or a Christmas beer or a Hanukkah beer, it's got to be made under these guidelines. What about Kwanzaa beers? It doesn't exist. There are no guidelines. But I, I think, like you guys were saying, it's it's going to have certain flavors that are typically associated with this time of year. I, I don't think a brewery would put out uh, a lemon zest beer and call it a holiday beer. I don't think he'd want a lemon zest beer. Exactly. No one would no one no. would go for it because it, it doesn't remind you of the holidays. But I think what's nice about that is since there is such a wide array of flavors you associate with this time of year, I'd rather there not be guidelines on it. And I mean, I think you've seen, like, just looking at some different Christmas holiday beers. I mean, the Schlafly Christmas Ale has a juniper berry. I mean, when, when I hear that, I think, you know, that's, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like a cranberry or like a uh, uh, a nutmeg, cinnamon, 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 those things, the things they sell at Burger King, you used to get the icing on top of them, cinnamonies. Mm, Burger King sounds good. Um, but like, you know, the Rage Your Mom's Spice Cabinet, Warm Apple Pie, eggnoggy kind mm. of feel that's what i mean yep. that's what i want for like a christmas beer i'm there very filling mm-hmm. <clears throat> this time of year you you know something that's gonna warm you up by filling you up yeah and it makes me think of i want to use the word desserty but more just because it's it's what you're enjoying when you're sitting down you're done for the day mm-hmm. you're sitting back on on your couch in front of a fire in front of a movie whatever and this is what the these are the flavors you want to experience. Whether it be something thicker, like chocolate or eggnog, or something a little lighter but spicier with the cinnamon, the nutmeg, fruity almost. Speaking of chocolate, citrusy, that's it. Citrusy. My sister-in-law just had a beer uh, at Thanksgiving that tasted like s'mores. Hmm. I don't remember the name of it. I have to go text my brother-in-law. Um, to find out, but it was like drinking a liquid s'more. Sounds amazing. Let me ask you this, but being the two things, one, talking about chocolate. Why why do we have him back? Why? (laughs) No, I have an actual question that it just, it just hit me. Sorry, go ahead. So you talking about chocolate and then the, the liquid s'more and beer not tasting like what we typically say beer should taste like. How would you feel about a hot beer that tasted like hot chocolate? I'd definitely try it. I would try it. Before, I would have said no, but cocktails. We had the hot toddies. Yeah. And I was not expecting to enjoy that, but I did. Mm. I just, I mean, I guess when I think of like a hot beer, I don't know. Like that. I don't know that I've ever had had a a hot cocktail. Yeah, Yeah. but I don't know. Like beer, I always think of like mildly, like no warmer than like 52 degrees. That's so specific. Well, I think that's like the cutoff. <laughs> like, I think beyond that, like um, Guinness is supposed to be served warmer than that. But okay, okay. Product idea: we come out with a glass that has a temperature gauge that goes up and tells you, like, yeah, what and what's like the, the color changing what, mugs? And like, is there a spot where it says this is Kevin's threshold, and yeah. then it can keep going higher than that? We each have our own threshold, and it's, it's and listed. if you pass it, the Ugh. glass breaks because you shouldn't be drinking it. Speaking of breaking glasses did you see uh there's some glasses the kentucky distiller glasses that could possibly break while you drink out of them 
No, like they give out on that. the bourbon trail. Hmm. We might need to investigate our glasses. I mean, mine are fine so far. Yeah, but like you could be drinking out of it and it could just like explode in your face. Yeah, I don't but think that there's would anything be good. about glass that would make that possible. I'm just saying. Think about it. Think about it. If, if that were to happen, that could end out very well. They're because actually the doing a recall. If the suit ended well enough, you could end up owning a distillery. I don't think I'd want to own the distillery. I'd just want to share or just a really rare bourbon that they have. I just want my student loans paid off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Christmas beers. Um, we we kind of said cinnamon. I'm trying to bring us back on track because yeah, we so, just got. I I read an article with an interview where they tried to classify this a little bit. And let me see who they interviewed. Because I didn't think that important enough at the time, but now I feel like it is. They interviewed... Patrick Rue, the CEO and founder of Brewery in Orange County, California. They interviewed Patrick Rue. um, And when they asked him what... What what makes a holiday beer? He just kind of gave a kind of a range of of like that too, where he said typically it's going to be a stout, a porter, a brown ale, or a Belgian style, a, a darker ale. So something on the darker end of the spectrum, something a little more flavorful, a little heavier. Something that you would not want in the middle of summer after cutting the grass. Right. Yeah. Um, usually a higher ABV, um, over six, ten to fifteen, maybe on average. Um, and then having those flavors that we talked about, maybe a little spicy, citrusy, chocolatey, some coffee, stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where, I mean, like if you think of all those dark beers anyways, that's the flavor notes you get. But I mean, like I think what you were saying earlier, like the dessert type beers, like this is something I'd want to enjoy after I ate a full meal. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd want to enjoy it. During, I think it'd just be too much. No, no, I'll throw that out to you guys. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I, not so much that it'd be too heavy or anything like that, but more that the the taste is probably going to conflict more with what I'm eating mm-hmm. that time of year. Usually, this time of year, you're eating comfort foods, yeah. stuff that's going to have a lot of flavors. So, I get what you're saying, where it would conflict and not really fit with what you're eating. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't think I'd want a chocolatey tasting beer while I enjoy some holiday ham and mashed potatoes. I don't know. We need to try more pairings. Apparently, we need to try chocolate on mashed potatoes. I've never tried chocolate on mashed potatoes. It sounds good. That's got potential. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in. I mean, I I, I can make it work. I'll make it work. Okay, now, I've had potato chips and chocolate. Like That's not the same. That's no, good no, no. though. What about some like melted fudge over your potato skins? No. Hmm. No. I feel like I'd rather go. try the mash. No. I'm in mash too. No. All right. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got it. I'm so excited. Let me say it one more time. <laughs> no. Next experiment, right? Yes. No. Yes. What the hell is wrong with you two? <laughs> this is why I can't have you both back on this show because you two gang up on me. I didn't you wanted leave to record this late. I know. <laughs> um, we've actually been like trying to figure out what we we're going to talk about tonight. We bought beers and we're tired. That's why we're drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we drink coffee when we record at seven in the morning? I don't know why we didn't bourbon. do that either. Because <laughs> we just went straight to bourbon. 
Um, so I guess let's dive into our Christmas beers. Let's, Might as well. There's yeah. really not much more to say about the classification of a holiday beer. I mean, I think one thing said it had to have a reminiscence, reminiscence of Christmas cookies, and its appearance should be amber to dark brown with rich and malty. Spices are required. Yeah, that was when um, apparently the beer judge certification program tried to classify what made a Christmas holiday beer. But even they say those those requirements that like Kevin just listed out are rough, vague. It's it's just too hard to. And again, why would you want to? Yeah. Let, let's see what you come up with. Especially since it I feel like in my experience this more than any other category of beer is limited. Mhm. Yeah. And on that note, let's go get our Christmas beers. Our our I mean, our holiday beers. I don't care what you call it. Okay. We'll call it Christmas. I like Christmas. Okay. So let's go do that. We'll be back. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. And we are back from our quick break. Um, and we have our first holiday beer. This is probably more of a winter beer than a holiday beer. Would you agree? I mean, it's, it's the Leinenkugel's Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Um, I feel like this could be enjoyed after Christmas, January, February, the cold, dark mar- months. I feel like I'm gonna have to have more before I can say, because I have this is the first quote unquote winter slash Christmas beer that I've had. So yeah. knowing how Christmassy this tastes, I I have nothing to judge it off. Of. I don't think this tastes very Christmassy though. But we may have the others, and they yeah. taste even less Christmassy. So this is a robust porter style beer aged in or aged on real vanilla. Um, it's a fuller body brew with a hint of cocoa, coffee, caramel. Brought out. By roasted malt aged on real vanilla. It's a smooth, perfect pairing to warm up winter. What do you think, Alex? This is the one you bought. It is, because I'm a big Porter fan. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm not a big Porter fan, and I think after tonight, I will be a big Porter fan. I, I love Porters, because the first time I had one, I wasn't expecting a beer to taste so deserty. And it surprised me. And this one really falls into that category. Actually, this one, compared to other porters that I've had, is very crisp. Like, it almost mm-hmm. has a bite. Like, it almost bites your tongue a little bit. And but I like that. only for a second. Yeah, not for very long. Um, but it's still got all those good characteristics of being uh, very smooth, um, thick almost, like almost creamy, mm-hmm. um, very sweet. It's not... Um, it doesn't really have any coffee flavor like a lot of porters do. No. I guess that might be a little closer to a stout that's coffee. Stout's mm-hmm. probably more of a coffee, yeah. More so. Um, yeah, I, I like this one a lot. It says that it pairs perfectly with marshmallow, sweet potato casserole, glazed ham with cherries, and any combination of chocolate and cherries. I would like all three of those. Maybe not the sweet potatoes, like a, uh, like a potato casserole. I can mm-hmm. do that. I'm not a big sweet potato fan. Um, if y'all didn't know, I, I hate orange things, which is why I hated all those pumpkin beers. I don't think that's why. It is. Um, 
I really like this though. It's really smooth. Uh, ABV six percent. Um, it's available November through February, so I would like this. I want to try this again like mid January when it's just like freaking cold out and you're just. It hurts to go outside. You know what I'm talking about? I do, and I thought more about your question. And which question? I do think this is more of a winter beer than a Christmas beer. Okay. And I was about ready to freak out at you for making me redefine my classification again for something that doesn't have a defined classification. I'm sorry. You can't can't just change the rules. That being said. Can we make the rules so that we can change them? I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, winter beer, because it doesn't have the spicy flavors I would associate specifically with Christmas, right. such as your favorite tree flavors. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more just a nutmeg cinnamon flavor. I think that's a Christmas beer. Does it taste less like a white birch than you'd expect? I actually prefer the, uh, what is it, the balsamic? Or not balsamic. <laughs> <laughs> There's a type of tree. Bal- what is it? The balsamic trees. <laughs> the balsamic trees. They, they're big in this area. Uh, Subway owns a I hate Subway. you guys. <laughs> Why am I your friend again? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so this kind of reminds me of the first winter beer I ever bought. I remember it was like when I first started drinking beer. It was Blue Moon Cabin... Fever, I want to say. I don't remember. It was years ago. I don't even know if they still make it. I've never even seen that before. Lucas is kind of shaking his head. Yes. Do you remember that? No, I was dancing to a song. Oh, weirdo. It was a Muppet song (laughs) about cabin fever. We got cabin fever. Yeah. From uh, Treasure Island. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've got cabin fever. (laughs) Uh, That's such a good movie. It is. Um, but I remember that was like I bought a six pack of a winter beer, Blue Moon Winter Beer at Quick Trip. And I hated it. Like I just it was like ugh. But that was when I was drinking like Blue Moon as like my everyday drinker. I still like Blue Moon. No. Um, I like Blue Moon. I have nothing against it. Uh, I don't want fruit in my beer. Why? That's going to bring up another story. We don't need to talk about it. <sighs> okay. Let's move okay. on. Move on. <laughs> um, I like this. It's very dark. I mean, it's like how a porter should be. Why do you like this compared to other porters you've had in the past? I like porters, though. I could have sworn, and maybe I'm just going crazy that, and he said he, he didn't just like said porters. he is not a fan okay, of porters, this but is he why likes I'm glad this Lucas one. Is back. Oh because sometimes, gosh. sometimes you really make me think I'm going insane. But I'm I think going. it's you. I think it's you. Okay, I'm not a. I was. I used to not like dark beers at all, but I'm growing to like them, and I like this. This is good. What do you like about him? Um, I like that it's not. Like overpowering darkness. Like I don't know if that makes sense, but like, like you know how dark beers they have like that very overly rich tones and all that. I feel like the vanilla balances this out. Okay. It's not like a kick you in your face, like a 
oh my gosh, did I just drink dirt kind of taste. Because uh, So I would say it's probably because it's missing the more bitter coffee flavor. Right, right. And I guess that's the big thing. Like I don't like the bitter beers. As we found out in the IPAs, right? <laughs> we are can't uh, handle. We are buying beer tonight, and Lucas is like, "Hey, do you want to buy some of that? Uh, what was it? Double barrel IPA? Was that the one? Yeah, yeah. It was, the, it was, was a like double no. IPA, not double no. barrel, just the double IPA. Well, it was double barrel was the name of the actual IPA. Is it? But it's a double IPA. <sighs> it's terrible. I have to go listen to that one. So yeah, that makes sense. I think you're right. The vanilla kind of balances that out a bit. Yeah, I think it's very light on the front notes like um it's enjoyable mm-hmm. um i definitely would enjoy this midwinter it's kind of got a toasted flavor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um i think that kind of comes from the like the uh roasted malt yeah um yeah ready to move on to our next one yeah all right our next one is going to be the boulevard um snow and tell um, we're going to dive into that. So we're trying the Show and Tell Boulevard. Snow and Tell. Snow and Tell, not Show and Tell. See, this is the teacher in me. We have Show and Tell. I mean, we don't have it in fifth grade. Well, you, you should like have show snow. Us right now. Kevin. You should have Snow and Tell at school. Is that where you just bring a bunch of snowballs and just tell your kids? <laughs> no, I was saying literally bring Snow and Tell beer to school. <laughs> uh, I like that idea better. Yeah, no. That'd get me fired. What if it's in a coffee mug? As long as I can't tell what it is. <laughs> it so, just makes it like wheat coffee, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Roasted as long as it's a dark coffee. beer like this, I'm good. Yeah. Snow and tell. What do we think of it? I like it better. So it's a scotch ale or a wee heavy. That's what they say. That's what they say. I don't know what they mean. I'm not sure what that means, but it's a perfect beer. For curling up by the fireplace, this malt blanket features prominent toffee and caramel notes, just with a hint of smoked malt. So it's going to be like a scotch. Damn it. <laughs> well, it is a scotch ale. I, I will say it it tastes a lot like the porter we just had, more than I expected from an ale. Okay. Um, and I wonder if that's because of the smokiness, maybe, that's giving it a little bit of a heavier flavor. I don't get a lot of smoke, though. No, I mean, I, w- without knowing that this was a... <laughs> without knowing that this was scotch... It tastes aged. like a scotch. <clears throat> without knowing this was scotch age, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I mean, I'm, it, I'm, it, with, it, I'm with Lucas. I wouldn't have said it. it. Yeah, it doesn't have, like, this prominent smoky aged in a barrel taste it tastes like peat i've had other beers that were aged in a bourbon barrel or in a scotch barrel or something like that yeah. and they taste a whole lot like i could tell and i wouldn't say that with this one i don't know if it's just because we have that porter and this is i don't know to me it's so similar to that I don't yeah know. but i feel like there's a whole lot of other flavors the, that yeah. take over way more yeah i feel like this is more bitter than the porter i don't feel like if I had to pick between the porter and this, I would definitely pick the porter. Really? Over this. I would, too. I like this better. What flavors are you getting different, Lucas? It, it's a lot... Well, and I mean, here's the thing. It, I guess we have to think of what time of the year we're going to be drinking this. Because it's a lot lighter. It is, not, it is not as heavy of a beer. 
it this is not a Christmas beer again. It doesn't sit as heavy, and it doesn't drink as heavy. I mean, it. I would say that I don't know how all, does it have what seasons this is brewed in. It says available, available. So I'm assuming it's a. Okay. So we'll keep checking, and we'll find out when it's unavailable. I think it's it's probably a. Um, it's a seasonal. I mean, with being yeah, snow, with, with like, being what yeah. it says on it. But I mean, like this is something that I could see myself drinking all fall. Like it's not. Yeah, I, I don't see any you. reason why this is just a winter beer. I don't know. I feel like it's again a late January, early February type beer. What is it you're getting that puts it um, there? Because like it doesn't have anything heavy. It doesn't have anything thick. I don't taste anything that reminds me of I Christmas. Think that, just that smokiness, like like the scotches when they had the smokiness kind of. That's what kind of, I don't know, I associate that with more like building a fire when it's really cold out and you like have that wood burnt kind of smell. Mm-hmm. I don't know, am I crazy? It makes sense. I'm really not getting any smoke in this. Yeah, out. I mean, that's the thing is like if I tasted that, I would probably get that. It's just I'm not, I don't think I'm tasting the same thing you are. I'm tasting Second more of a citrus. Second much better than first drink. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I just wasn't prepared for the first drink or what. It's not as harsh second drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with Lucas. This reminds me of some of the pumpkin beers that we rated that we were like, okay, I can see a little bit of a pumpkin flavor in it, but yeah. I wouldn't have picked this up and said, ooh, pumpkin beer, Halloween yeah. beer. This is I'd, – I'd, I'm not getting – Anything that what I would specifically say, wintry Christmas. Now that I kind of, I've tried it now three times, so this is my third drink of it. And I can kind of see where you could get into a fall, but not like early fall. Not like that, you know, September, October, like where it still can get up to the 80s. You know what I'm talking about? You know, where... Yeah, I mean, I don't really need it to be cold to drink this. I mean, I'm probably not going to want this if I'm sweating after doing lawn work, but I... I just don't see – I'm not tasting anything that would make me feel like this is – it tastes like a different beer, but I don't – if they came out with this in an, under a different name and didn't call it this, I'd be fine with them releasing this all the time. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. It's just not – it's not seasonal. It kind of gets me where those IPAs kind of get me, though, in the chest. Not as bad. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm just weird. Maybe. We all have preferences. Maybe. I mean, this wouldn't be one I guess I would go seek out. Um, Like, with you all buying it, I'll drink it. Like, I wouldn't be rude, but, like, I'm not going to go probably seek this out. I'd seek out the vanilla one before I'd seek this out. Right. If I'm going to... If I'm going to the store to buy a winter beer, I'm not going to buy this beer. Correct. Um, I don't... I don't know when I would because with the flavor profile, again, this is, tastes a whole lot like other porters and stouts that I've had. It is good, but that nothing's calling out to me is significantly different. Yeah. And I'd be interested. I'm looking right now. They have a Nutcracker, which is a winter warmer ale, uh, which is Boulevard's as well. I would like to try that compared to this. Like, it, that's, I guess, more of their holiday beer. 
this is more of a winter beer. Their Nutcracker is more of a holiday beer. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's more of a winter beer compared to their other beers. But even, they've got a food pairing section on their <clears throat> website. And they would pair this with heavy meat dishes, strong-aged cheeses, chocolate, shortbread. I, I feel like they're throwing in the chocolate and shortbread just to try and convince us that this is actually a winter beer. Yeah. I'd be good, I'd be good with some venison. Like, your, your chili that you make, mm-hmm. like that... I think that would be good with this because I feel like that would counterbalance each other enough. Yeah, yeah I think I think it'd be good with all those things. I think what's just throwing me off is it doesn't grab me as a winter beer, but they're trying to push it as a winter beer, and I don't like that because it. Yeah, yeah. Saying you want to compare it to another one, I would like to compare it to their Scotch on Scotch, which is another one of their okay. oak aged Scotch ales. I don't think they're going to taste that different. Person, I mean, like, I'm just looking at what the scotch on scotch is in comparison to this one. And as far as like what they say aroma and stuff's going to be, it's pretty similar. And I, I just don't think that we're going to get. So, you, knows, it could would be you cause... say that this is probably they just add a few other extra steps to this to probably make this? I mean, I have no idea. Well, as far as extra steps, I don't think so because the, um, the, let me pull it up really quick. The, the hops were, were bittering only. So they don't have okay. any flavoring hops in it. So anything that they were doing to add any flavoring would have had to been done with an actual seasoning. Okay. So I don't think there's any extra steps. I maybe fewer steps. Okay. I don't know. I'd love to just go up there and try it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wonder if this is too one of those ones that'd be good draft. I'm sure it would be. Yeah. All of that being said, it's a great beer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I really I mean, like it. It's not. One, like I said, it's not one I'd go seek out, but like if you mm-hmm. brought me one, I'd definitely... Yeah, I'd only say I'd, I will probably never drink it because if it's only going to be released seasonally, there are other seasonal beers that I'd go to first and therefore will never ever drink this beer. Mm-hmm. What would you go to? Um. Well, so far, that porter that we've had already. I guess you called me out on that. I haven't really had yeah. any more than these two. We've well, had that Breckenridge vanilla porter. That's true, but I, I meant like a... Christmas, winter, a holiday okay. beer. So next, I guess we'll try our last beer. Yeah. Um, this is probably the, I think everything we found, the number one Christmas beer out there. This better taste like a gingerbread man's leg. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think it will. From what I found on this, um, this is the Anchor... Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's beer. It's like they're, it's called Our Special. Um, See, is ale. this the Our Special ale? This is the Our Special Why ale. doesn't it say it on the box? It does. It just A-R-E says A-R-E or O-U-R? O-U-R. Our, okay. Our. I couldn't, I couldn't tell if you were saying R as in we are special. You're special. I am special. But this is Our Special beer. Everything I found said that, like this is the Christmas beer to get. And when I saw it tonight, I was like, we have to get it. And it was expensive for a six-pack of beer. Well, it's out of California, so that's not surprising. San Francisco. Those San Francisco wins. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because Lucas's wife is from San Francisco. Is she? Yeah. Yes. I knew she was from California. Born and raised. I don't know what city. <sighs> Giants fans. Damn them all to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I hope we get Stanton just to make him mad. We're not going to. 
I hope we do just to make him mad. We can trade him. We could, but we won't. So this is the 43rd annual brewing of this. Every year it's different. Every year they have a different hand-done label. Um, it's it's a, probably the coolest bottle of Christmas ale out there. Like, I mean, it's like old-school-style beer. I mean, I like it a lot. What do you guys think? I'm here. You can look. I think this sets a benchmark for Alex and I's idea to hand-blow our own bottles for our own beer. You're going to what to a bottle of beer? Hand-blow yes. it. Really? We were talking about it at okay. Friday Text. I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. We said, man, he we'd was, be really he was cool. with the cashew. Yeah. It'd be really oh, cool. Oh, yeah, because I was flirting <laughs> with her already. Oh. <laughs> we said it'd be really cool if we homebrewed our own stuff and then hand blew our own bottles. There's a guy in Kentucky who makes specialized beer glasses. I saw him once brew or blew brewing beer no he was blowing glass at the foundry i want to say is the name of their like glass blowing place is that, that place we went i think so yeah i met him the first trip i ever took down to kentucky and he was like making glass and he studied how beer pours into glasses and designed all these special glasses for different types of beer interesting um and he blows his own glass he's got a huge store now hmm. uh, that's pretty cool. Um, as far as the bottle, yeah, yeah, it looks cool. It's very um, what I would consider. What's the right word? Vintage. Tradition. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, which I think Christmas is a vintage like idea. A fun type. I'd expect to read um, a Christmas carol in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very simple. Dickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good colors. Yeah, I, I like it. So. This says it's a smooth, creamy winter warmer with rich flavors of cocoa, toffee, roasted nuts, and a subtle hint of honey and herbal spice. Mm. Like I said, this is the 43rd annual annual release of this beer. Um, it's only sold November through mid-January. Every year it's a different recipe. Um, just like the tree on the label. Uh, but like what they say is it remains the same. Like it's a joy and celebration of the newest newness of life, which I think kind of like is like every new year you have like a new year to try things and all that. Um, yeah, I think that kind of fits in with um, some of what I was reading in some of the articles um, that talked a little bit about the history of quote-unquote Christmas beer, if you can call it a history of Christmas beer, uh, referred back to celebrations different people groups would have around the winter solstice, um, which eventually Christmas got oriented with that date, um, but just predating that celebration specifically, um, was focused around the end of the harvest, getting ready for winter where the earth kind of you know from from that perspective the earth kind of dies and then is reborn again in the spring um so yeah i think that makes sense and i think that's kind of a cool perspective to take on the the marketing side of it too yeah i mean i think they say the first type of this beer was brewed 1975 um was their first christmas beer that they brewed 
like I said, every year it's different. Every year the label's different. This year it's a uh, Santa Lucifer fur, which is extremely rare and no. native. Santa Lucia. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was odd, but I wasn't going to question Santa Lucia? Because I didn't know better. <laughs> okay, we know I can't speak German. We okay, know I can't English. speak to be fair, I can hardly speak English. <laughs> to be fair, they put the word fur right after the word Lucia, so... At least I got that right. Santa Lucia fur. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of the female reason. version of Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that. It's a tree in California. <laughs> it's a tree. <laughs> uh, the malt... Hops and dry hops are top secret. They won't tell us what they use. It's kind of greedy. They're a Grinch. That's fair. Um, the ABV is 6.7, so it's the highest of all of ours. We've gone up by 0.7 from the first beer that we've tried. It's been a wild night. It, it, it is the darkest beer we have poured tonight. I mean, what would you call that? Black. A Schwartz ale? That's Schwartz? a black ale. Um, I mean, the question I want to ask is like, like you can barely see light through it. Yeah, you can't at all. That's crazy. Like, and it it's very foamy. It's, it's like, how much more black can it get? None. It's got a very Christmassy kind of. I don't know. It's not as Christmassy as I thought it would be. Like, it doesn't have a nutmeg kind of taste to it. It's more of a coffee. It is. This is not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, and I feel like that's... That's like the thing is like what I was saying with that first one is like I need to taste others to see because they mean none of them may taste like Christmas. I'm sure there's some out there that do. Like I, I'm, and like they're I probably told disgusting. you that one I had. Tasted like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I mean, like, I prefer this, though. Like, if they're just saying, like, look, this is a seasonal-style beer, and we're doing it because it's going to pair with Christmas foods good, that's awesome. Because, like, these I would all drink with what I'm going to eat for Christmas and stuff. And that's great. I'd prefer this over to, like, a pumpkin-style beer to just straight up taste like pumpkin. I like this way better. Having a beer that just pairs well with the food I'm going to eat, I'd prefer that over a beer that tastes like all the food I'm going to eat. This is really good. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like it's not dark, like kind of overly dark. You know what I mean? Like coffee. There's but more, it's got a caramel kind of toffiness to it. There's more coffee to this one than there was in the last one. See, what's throwing me off, when I keep seeing Christmas ale, Christmas ale, I keep expecting something, excuse me, something lighter. That has some spicy flavors to it. I feel like the last few that we've had that have been called ales are porters that they're calling ales. I would agree. No, I don't but know. But I think there's probably something, some reason they call them ales. Yeah, something I'm sure in the, the way they make yep. it makes it officially an ale, and I we don't know that. We probably need to look into that at some point in but time. But I would have called all of these porters if I didn't know what they were. And I like them. I was just expecting something different. I wonder if... Um, it makes me want to go buy more. Because I was expecting to end up one, like I said, that's lighter, that's more citrusy and more spicy. These are all 
deep, thick, creamy, mostly sweet with a little bit of flavor in there. And they're delicious. Yeah. I was really worried with reading about it, like what the spicy was going to taste like. And I like it. Like it doesn't, I don't taste like an overabundance of any one spice or even a bunch of spices. Like it's not anything like that. I can taste that there's a flavor to it, but it's not overbearing. I definitely think this is something like whether you like dark beers or not, this could be something you would try and be like, okay, I can kind of get and enjoy this. You know, like, if you like lighter beers, it's not yeah, because that, bold... that coffee taste that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's very complex, but it's a enjoyable complexness. Does that make sense? Like, well, what like that Boulevard one, it's a dark color, but I don't think it tastes like a dark beer. No. I mean, that's the thing. And that may just be a characteristic of the way it's getting prepared and what's getting brewed in with it, is that it's going to have that darker color. But... It, None of these taste like uh, any dark beer that I'm typically going to go drink. I would totally buy this one again. Not because, like, the history behind it, but I just enjoy it. And you were talking, Lucas. Yeah, I mean, speaking on the history of it, is like you can go to their website and you can look at all of the labels that they've got. From I think that's the really beginning. cool, too. It's really awesome. I mean, there's there's some duplicates and stuff like they keep returning back to the original label which is just called the original christmas ale tree i guess that's kind of their their thing but there's there's some really cool ones i may even go look to see if somebody has to worry if you this is something you could still get because i'd I'd really like to have these all of the actual bottles even if there's not beer in them we're gonna be cool to try them all right i don't know that i want to be drinking a beer from 1975 speaking <laughs> of beers from 1975 remind me to tell you before we end today i've got something special i want to show both of you Ooh, okay that okay. i just got we won't drink them because i don't know if it's legally well I, legally I, not legally i don't know if it's safe for consumption safe for us to drink but okay. just remind me okay okay we will um but overall, I would say this is probably my favorite of the three that we've tried tonight. Then I would go with the Lining Kugel, then the Boulevard. That's my just my pairing. So, or I guess not my pairing, my ranking. If I had to go favorite, like if I'm just going to drink beer with no food with it, it'd be this one. But if I'm going to eat anything with it, I'm probably going to go the Boulevard. Okay, Alex, I'm struggling to call any of these what I would consider to be a Christmas beer. They they all taste like a typical porter to me. Now, this one, I think more than the other ones, has you're, you're getting some of that spiciness and the aftertaste. There is a little bit of cinnamon. There is a little bit of nutmeg. It kind of lingers there, just mm-hmm. kind of on the tongue. Yeah. But... Most of the drink that I'm having, it's I I blind taste. I don't think I'd relate any of these to winter or Christmas. This isn't this isn't really what I was expecting from them. Yeah. Now I think again, they're all winter beers. Like I feel like I am not going to touch any of these with a ten foot pole in the middle of summer. See, I, and I'm just not someone who really relegates any food or drink to a season. Even though I get it. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't drink this if I were hot. But if I'm sitting in my air-conditioned house and 
I want something a little thicker. I'll drink it. I don't care what time of year. Yeah, it is. and I think that also depends more on what type of beers you'd like to drink. You know, because I I drink Guinness in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any issue drinking a really thick, creamy beer whenever it's hot outside. So I mean, depending on what you like the flavor of, I wouldn't be mad if any of these were sold year round. Yeah, so I guess what I would expect and what I was expecting from a Christmas beer is for the cinnamon spice flavor that on that that wheel that segment of the flavor yeah. wheel to be the star and i feel like in all of these it's kind of a an add-on so that they can call these christmas beers i don't think any of them had that cinnamon nutmeg i feel like i'm christmas. stretching to say that yeah maybe i'm just saying that because yeah i don't, I don't think any it of these says it on the had label. that prominent well and the only one that has christmas holiday is the anchor beer mm-hmm but I don't even think that – I think they just put this out at this time of the year to say this is our Christmas. Yeah, and I mean I wouldn't argue with them if they said that they put cinnamon or nutmeg in any of these beers. I Yeah, if you told me, I believe that you put it in there. But yeah, I, I'm not picking it out if you don't tell me. So I think this is more of a winter. Like I think I feel like these are all winter beers. So one I'm, with a Christmas name, and I think we need to try and find before Christmas comes. I will make it my mission to find us a Christmas beer that I hate. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Okay, I'm curious then because we'll, we'll probably have like a few more. We'll probably have one or two more episodes before Christmas. I would hope. Hopefully, depending on when your child comes, we'll see what happens. Yeah. What? Okay, so I want to talk about this. Why would you call these a winter beer? I think these are all winter beers because one, they're dark, which I associate with this time of the year. Just because, just because it is dark outside. Okay. Like, I mean, two, it's very heavy. Um, I could probably drink one, maybe two of these with a meal, very rich meal, like a soup or a chowder. You see how I said that chowder? Chowder. Some beer uh, chili. Some chili. Mm. Like I think this, these all three of these would make a fantastic beer chili. Like adding them into it, it might be blasphemy to add one of the like the anchor in there. Like so, let's not do that. But like the other two, I could eat with a very heavy food and not like it pair very well with that. That makes sense. And I guess if you are gonna say chili soups, the heavier, warmer foods are. Better suited for the colder times of year, which a lot of people do, and I get it. That's fair. I just, I just don't care. I like chili all year round. Yeah. That Weirdo. makes sense. Compa- I'm in. <laughs> comparing them. Chili. I mean, I, I'll eat a chili dog any time of the year. To say those pair well, and therefore making that a winter beer makes sense. But if that's the case, why aren't all porters winter beers? I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, that's my thing. I don't feel like I need to not drink dark beer. When it's hot outside. I guess the big thing is, like, I don't want any of these ice cold. Does that make sense? Like, if I want a summer beer, I want it ice cold. When I crack it open, like, there's still ice on the outside of the glass. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just refreshing and crisp and all that. I could drink these at 
I know we were making fun of me earlier, but my 52 degrees. But, <laughs> like, I could drink these warmer and it would be okay with Like, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that like, makes I, sense. Does I, that make sense? Like, it does. I guess what I'm not getting past is I feel like if I put three non-winter beer porters in front of you, you'd say the same thing. We'll try that. What he what he means is, like, the flavor and the color of them. They're, yeah. They, they taste like this. Right. They're Nothing not about these flavor profile says Christmas for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's just we need to find a Christmas beer. And and I guess I'm also comparing that to when we did the the pumpkin beer, where we had light pumpkin beers and we had some dark pumpkin beers, but they were all pumpkin beers. Right. None of these, I would say, I'm going to have this on Easter. No, it tastes like pumpkin. That doesn't make sense. Right. This, I could drink all year round because it doesn't remind me of Christmas. Okay. And maybe that is a little blasphemous, giving that this Christmas ale is the But the I don't Christmas think this beer. is a Christmas ale. Like, but I, that's what they put on the label. Right. But I think that if you think about it, I mean, they put Merry Christmas and Happy New Year on it. Like, <laughs> and they've done it for Christmas. Ne- okay, but that's a week. This doesn't solidify that I should only drink this for a week of the year. I guess. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nitpicky when it comes to marketing because I think it's interesting. Okay. But I if feel you're like going to tell just... me you are giving me a Christmas beer. <clears throat> It should remind me of Christmas. Okay, so if it says Christmas on the label, you want it to taste like gingerbread, cinnamon, nutmeg, some sort of spice. Mm-hmm. Now, calling it a winter beer is a little... A little different, yeah. Yeah, it's a little generic. So, which... like, if like the other two, we had the snowdrift and the snow and tell. Like, mm. you could say winter beer, okay, because it snows here, you know, it could snow late November all the way to early March. Mm-hmm. Like, you... I'm I'm okay with that because I can see how this would probably be more preferable for more people at a colder time of the year. Yeah. Just because of everything else that goes with a colder time of the year. And and that being said, I still like this all year round, but to go so specific as you call this these Christmas ales, I think it's mislabeled. So th- none of these are Christmas sales. No, I don't think so. They okay. all taste like a regular porter to me. Okay. Again, yeah. all porter really or dark good. ale. Yeah. Yeah. All really good. Yeah. Really good. I mean, I would say yeah. these are fantastic beers. Um, I definitely want to find a Christmas sale. I yes. will look for one before we get to Christmas, and we'll try it. Only buy one. Because <laughs> if it tastes like what we're thinking it's going to taste like, we're see, probably I think it'll be not. good, and that's why I'm kind of disappointed. Maybe then we should just split a six pack. We can do that. We'll find we'll, a mix we'll find and match. One. Okay. Yeah. Even you know, even if it were still darker, because again, I lo- I love the darker porter flavor. Right. I love that. If it had gingerbread, like a distinct gingerbread flavor, Christmas for sure. Okay. You know something. It's just there's there's nothing distinct about this. Cool. All right, so I told you I got something. All right, so I th- I think we're we're done talking about winter, yeah. Christmas. These three beers, they're great. Try yeah, them I would really I like them a whole lot. Yeah. Try them while a, they're out there; really good. I'm not a dark beer fan, mm-hmm. and I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the cool part is there's so many different types out there. Like when we were just looking tonight, I mean, there was probably what fifteen just at that one store. Yeah. And, I mean, it ranged everywhere. Like, it said where it was, like, a Christmas ale all the way to the winter ale, dark porters, stouts, things like that. Mm. So, I would just encourage everybody, just go find some. I mean, there's how many local breweries in the area that probably all have a Christmas, winter 
I'd be interested to try them all. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so I told you I had something special to mm-hmm. share with you guys. So my mother-in-law was cleaning out her basement and found some old beers from 1960s, 1950s. Ooh. Um, Bullfrog beer. Yeah, we got Bullfrog. We have a holiday beer. You want to bust that open, a holiday beer? <laughs> there you go. Let's see uh, what it tastes like. There's a beer called Chief Okash Beer. Um, I've got a $1,000 natural process beer. I mean, I don't even know. Like, I've never even heard of hmm. half these beers. Um Furs Pasteurized Draft Beer is a million-dollar certified premium quality beer. And these were her dad's beers. I think they're awesome bottles. I mean, you can look at them. Uh, I'm going to post a picture of them on Instagram. I have no idea if we could drink them. Probably not. I have. I mean, they're sealed, so I think they would be fine. But So like, was the last one that made you throw up. <laughs> This is true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, the labels on them are awesome. Yeah. They're yeah. so cool. I'm going to put them out in my basement. Um, it's just, it's it's a cool thing. I think old beer bottles, and I've got a friend who collects beer cans. He has something like 1,500 beer cans uh-huh. in yeah, his Kevin, basement. this one's got floaties in it. I'm not drinking it. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're not going to drink any of these. Where do you think um, the floaties came from? I, I don't know if something's solidified or maybe the inside of the cap rusted. Gross. It's still a cool looking But they're bottle. so cool. It's I mean, yeah, right. yeah they, look, they look cool. I would just leave them the way they I've are. I've got a Lone Star beer. Like They still make that in Texas. Hmm. Um, I wonder what these are worth. I don't know. I wouldn't sell them because I think they're awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, just, just to no, have but I mean, Alex and I have no attachment to them. <laughs> we would sell them for sure. <laughs> we'll find out later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll do some research. <laughs> Thanks for that picture you're going to post so we know what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's just end this show. <laughs> Jerks. And our friendship. We're not ending our friendship. Lucas, you're off the show next week. Though. Well, all right. <laughs> I feel like this is a very productive show. I'm very happy with trying these beers. I don't know. I'm glad we finally tried something that you can say that you liked and mean it. I'm very happy with how this ended. So all of us liked the taste of this one, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I would definitely say I would buy all these beers again. Um, I'm definitely going to look for the Anchor beer next year because I want to try it i wish unfortunately because it's like a year yearly release um like i probably won't have one from this year to compare to like next year's taste because it's a whole year from now Well, you can just come back and listen to the show i can um i don't know it's just it's just something cool well i think and I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and check. But I think this is the first beer that all of us have agreed on. I would totally agree. And with like that. we all like all Types three of, of them. Beer, I, think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like as far as like we picked three beers and all of us would drink all these again. Yeah. This is amazing. I agree. I'm just drinking the last bit of my uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year 
and it's good. Mm-hmm. Very it's good. It's really good. Just don't put the word Christmas on it. Yeah. So, picks for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me drink it in June, damn it. <laughs> I am not drinking that in June. I will. Let me get done cutting the grass. I'm sweating like it's nobody's business, and I'm going to bust open a snow and tell. That makes sense, right? If you, if you didn't call it that, I'd be fine with it. All right. All right. Picks All right. of the week. Okay. I'll Alex, go. you want to start? I'm the one talking right now. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to go with, this is very broad, venison. Mm. If you don't know what venison is, it's, it's deer meat. Deer meat. It's deer meat. Delicious deer meat. I love deer meat. It's the reason I hunt. Really? You hunt to get deer? Some people hunt for the trophies, which is totally cool. I don't care. If I see a deer, I'm going to shoot it because I want to eat it. I get it processed and cooked first. But Did you get one this year? I did. Yes. Get a nice big doe. Really you got good for one deer in the meat. first, what, three hours of deer hunting? Six hours. Six hours? That's still impressive. It was funny. I, I, I go with my father-in-law and his brother, and my family never hunted, and so I don't. I don't have a rifle. I don't really have any equipment. But they're like, hey, we'll show you. It'll be fun. So they, they took me out, I think, five years ago was the first time I ever went out. Um, so since then, we've gone out. I've been four years. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a deer three out of those four years. And this last year, my my father-in-law and his brother have not had the same luck as I have had. So they're getting a little resentful of that. They've brought me out and showed me how to do it. <laughs> this last year, I shot the doe. This buck was following right behind it. It came a minute later. I didn't see the buck at first, so I shot the doe. The buck's hanging out, doesn't want to leave. I literally have to shoo this buck away to get to my doe so I can drag it out. And I thought that was funny, so I tell them, who haven't seen a deer all day, and they just get mad at me. Why didn't you get the buck, too? I only had one tag. What? I Just remember, this is a podcast. They can't incriminate yourself. Don't say anything that... <laughs> I only had one tag. We hunt on public land, so you you can go years. Like, they've gone seven years without seeing deer before. Yeah. They've had that kind of dress. So I don't want to spend money on a tag and never use it. And I don't want to shoot a deer, go get a tag, come back. Well, you can't. I mean, that's illegal. It's illegal, but, so we don't do that. But here's, here's my thing. A buck tag is, what, 20-something. But a doe tag is only, like, 14. I'm really cheap. <laughs> and I, I, I bought the whatever. The whatever deer. The whatever, you need, the the whatever deer. deer tag. You need to get a bow, and you need to hunt longer, because for four tag or for two tags, any deer, and two turkey tags was 20 bucks. Oh, that's a good deal. Anyway. We could call you Legolas. <laughs> His hair's not blonde or long enough. I'll put on a wig while I hunt. Yes. <laughs> anyway, venison. If you get a chance, try it. It's really good. It's dark meat, but it's very lean. It's got a very distinct um, gamey flavor, which I, I just think works real well. Um, I made some chili with it today. I had a venison burger once. Yeah? It was really good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It's not very fatty, so sometimes no. you got to combine it with like other bison. stuff. Bison's good, too. But yeah. Really good. Speaking of cool. venison burgers, Arby's has the venison out now. Ooh. And whereas last year it was only available in a few states, this year it's select stores still, but it's every single state has at least one store that 
has. I don't know. They did that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to try. That. I it just got released a couple weeks ago, so I have not had it oh. yet. But I want to try it. Arby's. They just bought Buffalo Wild Wings. Really? For like a billion dollars. Three billion. Three billion dollars. Three billion dollars. And I'm like, man, I didn't know Buffalo Wild Wings was for sale because that sounds like a pretty good deal considering <laughs> how many Buffalo Wild Wings there are. Three billion seems fairly affordable. I don't hmm. like Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, like, I like it enough to go, but I, like, I don't like it. They've like, really, if I don't have a gift card, I'm not going. They've really <sighs> jacked up their prices lately. I like their it's wings. It's chicken like nuggets their... with hot sauce on them. No, get bone in. It's bone chicken nuggets with hot sauce on them. I love their rubs. They're really good. Their lemon pepper rub is good. It's too expensive. Nope. No. False. I disagree with that. Wrong. Fake news. Okay. It's good. Lucas, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is the thing that has revolutionized my way to listen to this show and many others. Uh, Overcast, which is a podcasting app. And uh, the designer who built this, his sound engine is just really good. I can speed it up to like one and a half or maybe even a little over and still listen to it and it not be. Stop. <laughs> and it what not are you two doing. He keeps deleting my space um, and it not be like I feel on edge listening to it like I did with the, uh, the Apple one. Um, it also has this really thing called smart speed. So it listens ahead of what you're listening to and it deletes out any pauses. Okay. So like if we sat here for six seconds and didn't say anything and I left that unedited, it would just delete that out. Should we allow our listeners to test that? No. Let's sit here in a moment of silence. I try and remove all of those, but most podcasts don't. They don't go through and listen and try and get everything really short and tight. So it makes it to where I don't have to do that and I get to listen to stuff really fast. That's pretty neat. That's awesome. So, my pick of the week, like, I mean, we've gone through this a hundred times. I make a pick of the week at the beginning of the week. I forget it. We start recording a show. I'm like, I don't remember my pick of the week. Whatever. You make a pick of the week at the beginning of the show, and then you say, I'm not going to do that one. (laughs) I'm the most inconsistent pick of the week person in the entire world. So I just put four question marks for my pick of the week <laughs> because I wasn't like, sure where I felt like it. You didn't it. like my suggestion of Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> Chuck no. Chuck E. Cheese's the best. Um, my pick of the week is smoked turkey. I made two smoked turkeys for Thanksgiving that were the most amazing smoked turkeys I've ever done. Not to like pat myself on the back or anything like that, but... I just I took the time to do it. It's an achievement, yeah. Um, we went really low and slow. I was texting you all day, Alex, you were. telling you really to leave jealous. work. Um, how long did it take you to smoke those? I went about seven hours, but I was like at two hundred degrees, so it was almost but, a cold smoke. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Um, what kind of wood did you smoke that with? I did a little bit of sassafras. A lot of cherry. Um, did it taste like root beer? No, it did not. Uh, what was the other one? That uh, sounds good. Apple. Yeah. A little bit of apple. I'm going to shove a root beer up a turkey next time. <laughs> and it's ass. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, we talked about sassafras wood with Brad. Did we? we? Did, yeah. I don't remember that. You don't need to listen a lot to that episode. At this point in time. It's been a long yeah. So with, with sassafras, because I wasn't here for that conversation, what, yes. is it 
the root or the whole tree? It's actually the tree <clears throat> okay. bark, like the uh, branches of the tree. Gotcha. Because um, like you use the root to make the root beer, which really you can use the branches too. Yeah. Uh, the root's just, I think, more flavorful. Yeah. So that's my pick of the week, smoked turkey. It was delicious. It was amazing. Smoked turkey is delicious. We didn't have smoked turkey at ours. We just had deep fried. And it's pretty good, too. I don't like deep fried turkey. I feel like it's too American. Like, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? Like, by the... There's nothing wrong with being too American. Burger. <laughs> but do you know what I... Like, I, I just... It's cliche. Yeah. We had a smoked turkey also. Um, I, it might be the first time I've had a Thanksgiving with a smoked turkey and. It made a huge difference. It was because we also had a roasted turkey that was just cooked in the oven, and the smoked turkey was so much better. I think the smoked turkey blows roasted turkey out of the water. I mean, it's just it's so good. Yeah, we, we've we never – I don't think we've ever had a smoked turkey at our Thanksgiving. We always do one roast, oven roasted and one deep fried, and I prefer the deep fried over the oven roasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like oven roasted is very easy to dry out. Oh, and you it gets can't green. get much flavor in there. Yeah. Okay. You really, you just can't. There's just something about smoking it that just, it's like Everybody's the original, good. like this is how turkey should be. Okay, so we're done with this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hard transition. We're not talking anymore. <laughs> Segment three. We've talked too long already. Um, Who wants to talk about where where they can get connected with? Lucas, you've been gone for so long. Yeah, I don't know the names of anything anymore. Okay. Alex. (laughs) They're in the show notes. Um, You can email at us. Wow. Email at us. Which, okay, hold on. Back up. (laughs) Exciting news. I did get a listener email. From? For a beer review. And we will bring this up next time we do beer reviews. That's cool. Um. Oh man, don't ruin it. We'll just look at it later. Yeah, but I got a beer <laughs> review from a brewery in Cincinnati that has a beer called Dad. An actual brewery? A brewery. Well, it's a guy who I've been following on Instagram. I've been talking to him for a long time. Um, he did a review for us, and it's a beer called Dad. Cool. And with us all being dads soon, how many weeks? Two. Two? Are you... So are we waiting till that happens before we... I think so. Or... I think we can't think talk about one. it till Alex is a dad. Cool. I'm in for that. I want to see if he'll send me some beer. Just one can. Like, if we can just try one can and split it. Okay, we'll work on that. Uh, how can people get connected to us? Well, you can email us. I'll help us out because Alex has lost his mind. You can email at us. Don't just email us. Email at us. I'm yes. Uh, hello <laughs> at shopbeerbourbonbarbecuebbq.com. Uh, you can check out our website, www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. Lots of great shirts up there. Um, it's the time of the year where you need a good shirt. Someone you know needs a good shirt. Um, we're trying to come up with some new stuff. Check us out. kind of helps us keep this podcast running. At least it keeps the bourbon shelf stocked. And it's starting to dwindle. And it's making Alex sad. Um, I'll throw it around the table. Gentlemen, how can people get in touch with you? Who would like to start, Lucas? I can go. 
Okay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lucas Ellers. First and last name, just drop an S. Cool. What are you doing that's exciting coming up? I think you should just throw that out. I mean, right around the corner, um, I'm engineering a TSO tribute show. Um, so that's going to be pretty much everything. And that's what you've been doing the last few weeks while you've been gone. Yeah. I mean, that's been absorbing a lot of life. That's about to come to an end in the next three weeks. And I mean, between that and family, I got out and hunted today, which was cool. I didn't get anything that. But so what you're saying is you'll be back with us a little bit more regularly. Yes. Regularly. Absolutely. Because we missed you. I didn't miss you two ganging up on me, though. It just happens. It's not planned. Okay. Alex, how can we find you? I'm at the Alex Experiment on Instagram. That's the dot Alex dot experiment. And you can see my deer chili from today. That's exciting. Whatever other nonsense I'm up to. Hopefully mashed potatoes and chocolate. That will be coming soon. That has to happen. Only because I need to see Kevin's face when he takes that bite. And I'm he knows in his that. head that it's amazing, but he'll nope. never say it. False. But I'll see it in his Fake eyes. news. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then two weeks till you become a dad. So well, hopefully say, less than two weeks. Yeah, that's the goal. We don't want to be in the hospital at Christmas, but I'll come it'll visit be amazing you. anyway. I'll come visit you. Can't wait. I've got to find your... For the kid. Celebrating dad life bourbon. I'm still working on that. Because Lucas brought me a fantastic bottle of George Dickel. I've got to find something for you. Uh-huh. I've got a couple couple in mind. That's sweet. Um, I'm Kevin. You can find me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. I'm just posting about beer, bourbon, and barbecue. I tried a bourbon from a local distillery here last night. Urban Bourbon from square one i saw that post i didn't i didn't realize it was local yeah local here um i'm gonna try and get a bottle for us to try some point in time we need to just there's a couple distilleries starting to open up here we're gonna try some stuff awesome um anything else gentlemen i think we can end it cool um we're definitely going to have another show before Christmas, so I'm not wishing everybody like a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. We're definitely doing something else. We've got a couple more things coming up. Um, other than that, don't forget to stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue. You to cleanse my sorrow I tend to tell you never again Defend pretentiousness My tendencies are to Pretend that I'm alive
Say I will survive, oh my god, I am a liar Eating myself alive, I won't make it through the night A lot of nonsense entered my head in the knowledge I had before Hostage beside my bed, crumbled up somewhere on the floor Don't know what I'm looking for, but I know that when I find it It's something I can't afford and I'm feeling That's right, I can take you there Done with the sunlight Ready for the autumn In the back of the pack With my honey hoarded hands Got Henny in the black Cause you know that I'm the man Whoa, oh, oh Whoa, oh, oh Whoa, oh, oh On a night hike in the moon So bright like Whoa, oh, oh Whoa, oh, oh Whoa, oh, oh On a night hike in the moon So bright Morning, ordinary boy Born in an ordinary times Asphyxiation from lies begins almost every night Affiliate me with those who are fixated on life So we can go on a hike where the stars shine the brightest She keeps me stuck on rhymes with that sparkle in her eyes I want her more tonight than ever before in life She asked me what's my mission I said go on expeditions Hear coyotes in the distance And get off my self-prescriptions Who knew every night with your brain Condition my heart like I shampoo Live in the wild, no shampoo Can you explain to me why? Never go back to the city Though I know that she ain't with me Tell her I still think she's pretty Whoa, feeling alright That's what I say every night I'm feeling alright No lie, no lie, no lie Night hikes, that's right I can take you there, done with the 